This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It's 8.52 a.m. You are listening to The Morning Run. I'm Shazana Mokhtar with Keith Kam and Chong Jensan. We do have the opening bell in about 15 minutes and we're going to be covering corporate news from Hong Leong, CIMB and MHHB. But in the meantime, all morning we have been looking at the budget and we just concluded a breakfast grill interview with Dato Johan Mahmoud Merikan, the Treasury Secretary General of the Ministry of Finance. And he gave, um, or he tried to explain at least some of the thinking that went behind uh, the budget proposals that was that were tabled last Friday. Yeah, it was interesting because uh, he did point out the fact that this is actually a budget by the Prime Minister and not just the Finance Minister. And as we did see from the speeches, uh, there were it was just more than budget talk. There was a lot of uh, emphasis on on the importance of having. I mean, it's all related. I, I suppose at the end of the day, there's a lot of emphasis on on plugging leakages and and ensuring uh, good governance. Uh, uh, there was also the announcement that he was cancelling uh, a, a number of those contracts that had been directly negotiated for one. Hopefully, this will also you know help increase revenue for the government by savings. Yeah, I guess key to the budget and the revenue assumptions is really the oil price assumption. And I guess it would be good if the government could possibly give a sensitivity in terms of if oil is averages 80, what would be revenue? If oil averages 70 or 90, so that could perhaps give them some leeway in terms of the other revenue streams they could possibly tap on. I think Johan mentioned that they were very cognizant of the fact that um, the budget and its assumptions are going to be predicated on how the global economy and what global growth is going to be mm. like. So things to keep an eye on for sure. Uh, but let's continue our um, look at Budget 2023 um, by asking whether consumers are opening their wallets as a result of the budget provisions. One of the most significant developments from the budget is the introduction of a luxury tax, which is going to be implemented later this year. As Johan mentioned this morning, they're still ironing out those details. Um, Prime Minister Datuk Sri Anwar Ibrahim said that uh, they wanted to take a more progressive approach as a new step to broaden the tax base uh, to those who had the means. Details on the definition of luxury goods and the rate of which it will be taxed has yet to be released, but the government said it is still fine-tuning it. The proposal has, however, drawn concern from retail and tourism players, with many fearing that it would impact the country's tourism spending and shopping outlets. However, other initiatives like tax cuts and incentives for M40 and B40 are seen to have a positive impact on domestic consumption. So with inflation impacting our cost of living, will these measures be enough to spur growth in the retail sector? We're going to get an industry perspective on this with Tan Hai Sin, Managing Director of Retail Group Malaysia. Tan, good morning. Thank you as always for joining us. Now, I need to get your reactions to the luxury tax. What kind of impact do you think this will have on the Malaysian retail industry? Introduction of luxury tax will not deter Malaysians wanting to buy luxury items in the country. During the COVID-19 pandemic, luxury brands such as LV, Gucci, Dior and Coach were doing well. This was especially so when the retail outlets were allowed to open to public walk-in. Malaysians who used to travel overseas to buy branded goods at cheaper prices shop locally since they were not able to travel. Luxury brands with strong following will continue to do well even after luxury tax has been implanted this year. Nevertheless, the luxury tax rate has not been announced. It is still too early to establish an impact on the Malaysian retail industry. There are some concerns from some groups that it will impact tourism as well. What does your data say about tourists that come into Malaysia to purchase luxury goods? Are they a significant contributor to tourism spend here? 
introduction of luxury tax may have impact on the price competitiveness of luxury items sold in Malaysia as compared to other Asian countries. Prior to COVID-19 pandemic, many international tourists buy luxury items in Malaysia because the prices were cheaper or as highly competitive as compared to their home country. Shopping is an important contributor to tourism expenditure in Malaysia. Nevertheless, the luxury tax rate and a list of goods to be taxed have not been announced yet. It is still too early to establish the impact on the tourism industry. I think the government is also looking to cut personal income tax for middle-income earners, which is expected to provide 2.4 million taxpayers with extra disposable cash to spend. Do you expect this to have a positive knock-on effect on domestic consumption or will the rising costs offset any impact the tax cut has? Reduction of income tax by 2% for many employees in the M40 group should channel this extra money to retail spending on a monthly basis. Of course, depending on the expansion pattern of individual, the extra money income may not contribute to spending on more retail goods due to higher prices. On the other hand, higher income tax for the upper income category will not have major impact on the spending power of this group of people. What were the other key highlights for you in this budget for the retail sector then? Various cash handouts, voucher and e-wallet incentive were announced during the latest Malaysian Revised Budget 2023. Similar monetary incentives were given during the last few years. Therefore, we do not foresee it to have meaningful contribution to the retail industry. And Haisin, what was missing from this budget? Shortage of staff is serious in Malaysia. Shortage of staff include the entire retail supply chain. The latest revised budget did not address this issue. We do need a workable solution for this problem that started immediately after COVID-19 pandemic. More budget and action plan are needed to encourage more international tourist arrival in 2023. Tourism is an important economic contributor. So looking ahead, what's your outlook for the retail sector in 2023? How much will inflationary pressures play into consumer spending on the ground? Retail Malaysia project Malaysia retail industry to go by 3.5% in 2023. On the other hand, Bank Negara project inflation rate at 2.8% to 3.3% this year. We do not expect higher prices on retail goods to come down this year. However, we can expect rate of price increases to slow down. It has started since end of last year. We are not expecting the inflation to return to the 2019 level or even 2016 level by the end of this year. However, we can expect inflation to normalize in 2024. High inflation rate is just not happening in Malaysia, but at majority of the country around the world. Singapore, United Kingdom, United States, Taiwan and many other countries have been facing rising food prices. Let the market forces to adjust the prices of goods and services. Malaysian government have already subsidizing the primary commodity prices such as fuel, chicken, egg, flour, cooking oil, water, electricity and toll. Let the market forces to dictate the survival of retailer and F&B operator. Retailer who increase prices without good justification will face rejection from consumer. In today's world, word of mouth and social media are able to spread news very fast. Thanks so much for your time. That was Tan Hai Sin, Managing Director of Retail Group Malaysia, giving us the retail industry's reactions to Budget 2023 and the outlook for the sector for the rest of the year. It's uh, coming up to the 9am News Bulletin. We have the opening bell next. Stay tuned. BFM 89.9.
You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.